coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, old school, 93.7 Ticket, TicketFM.com, on a beautiful Wednesday in Lincoln, America. DP is here, Jay is here, I am here, hit us up on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, give us a call on the, on the or no, give us a call on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, hit us up on the Starter Heyman text line, hit us with a what's up, 402-464-5685, join us on the live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Old school going on right now. Sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling, support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. And DP watched a 30 for 30 yesterday that got him thinking and fair to say in your feels. Yeah, well, so it's, it's Buddy has a show back in D.C., and when he's just like, all right, so what do you, you know, usual thing, what are you up to? Right. I'm like, man, I'm just getting ready to sit. I said, I look up at my TV, and there's 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 the Big East 30 for 30 about to come on. And I'd seen it before, but for whatever reason, it hit me really hard yesterday because it shows, I mean, just how perfect storm it had to be like ESPN in its infancy, in its real uh, yeah. infancy, mm-hmm. where it has it's showing nothing. Yeah. And because the schools were in the Northeast and weren't getting exposure, they were just giving free programming to ESPN. Right. The fact that they gathered that Dave Gavitt put these schools together and just picked certain markets that he wanted to go to. Right. Um and then the the the, the exact the perfect Person, coaching personalities, uh, style of play, and everything else. I mean, think about how weird it was that that literally they gave ESPN programming, and yeah. ESPN had nothing else. So ESPN doesn't become ESPN without Big East basketball, yeah. Yeah, without Big East basketball. Big East doesn't become Big, Big East, East without, without ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, it was a perfect, perfect marriage. Perfect marriage, and then that collection of coaches that. Raleigh Massimino and and like even showed baby Rick Rick Patino right. <laughs> Jim Beheim Beheim going through Bayheim. it it went through yeah baby even though Bayheim. even though baby Beheim was still old Bay, right he still looked like, like he was he looked like he looked fifty back yeah. in nineteen eighty one still old. <laughs> right like it's yeah, like wait yeah um but to go through all of those Carnesecca right like it, yeah. and John Thompson Jim Calhoun yeah all those yeah guys. being the outlier and then. How long was Jim Calhoun at? And, right, and to think that the Big East came together—I believe seventy-nine or eighty—and by eighty-three, they had three teams in the Final Four, right? Like in the same Final Four, and National Players of the Year. Like we went from Indiana basketball, right, Bob right, Knight, yeah. and then North Carolina basketball with Dean Smith, to the Big East, which was the like the wild, wild East. 
and they yeah. got after it. But they yeah. talked about like that Georgetown as a cultural icon. Yeah, yeah. For, they, for parts of the country, there is nothing like it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Georgetown was UNLV running Rebels. Yeah, ten fifteen years prior. Yep, and it was. It was just, it was due, and what John Thompson was doing for a lot of kids from the backgrounds that they were coming from to get them into Georgetown, hold them accountable, and get them phenomenal education, along with playing, obviously, basketball was was, uh, really, really needed at that time. And his message was needed. Um, Wasn't always welcome, but then, you know, I think it was good because they were kind of like, you know, like – you know, he was like Darth Vader. You know, <laughs> and when they when them Hoyas showed up, not only they, they, people were paranoid. They back then the Big East, they were scrapping. They were literally fighting they fought all the time. Night. They were fighting all the time. So mm-hmm. they, this it was like must see TV. It's like when you remember when they had hockey fights and all mm-hmm. that. You were seeing that in the basketball court. I mean, you, you got to think Pittsburgh with Jerome Lane. I remember. You know, send it home, Jerome. Send it in, Jerome. Yeah, send it in, Jerome, and he broke the backboard. Mm-hmm. That was like on an odd, like Monday night. Yeah, like out of nowhere, just, just a random well, game. Well, and, they were the late because Pitt came. In, Pitt came into this thing later. Yeah, and yeah. their and their gym looked like a high school gym. So that was the, like as they entered. So understand that circa nineteen seventy seven, the Big East doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. And Dave Gavitt, who's coaching at Providence, and he said, one, if you went to any of the games of the schools that they they picked. Some it looked like high school gyms. Right, yeah. It looked like high school gyms. The old McDonough in, in DC. It's a cracker box. Like it's it's two thousand people. He said sometimes you would go from playing in a two thousand seat arena to five hundred people. And he said, Well, first of all, we gotta pick big cities and then we gotta get these schools out of their small gyms. Like right, we can't yeah. do that. And that ESPN was brand new. So it had no programming to speak of. Like it's literally like bowling. Uh, they had like any any ridiculous sports entertainment thing would get on mm-hmm. in prime time. Well, if you if you watch like the thirty for thirty on ESPN getting started, they're oh. like, yeah, we were covering cricket and yeah, yeah, stuff it, overseas that we we had to study up to find out what was going like on. We really didn't understand it. And then the perfect storm of teams, schools in their area. Yeah, who and could, personality. Right, who could go and do it. But what I didn't realize is that the schools had to produce the broadcast. And that's why they were so terrible to begin with. <laughs> but nobody cared because because you were getting to watch college basketball at a time where we, you only normally got what you got in your area. Right, yeah. Well, now you're getting to see basketball everywhere. And this is the part about sports that people still don't get. I don't understand if you give it exposure, it, it, it's important to grows. Yeah. It grows. So they went through that, and they showed them all moving to the bigger, big, bigger venues um, and then signing Patrick Ewing at was Georgetown. Huge. Was next level. Was, w- took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And then Final Four and then – national championships and then and then they they go all the way through the you know it's death uh by football like that ultimately football money killed the the glorious sad the yeah. glorious thing that was big east basketball um it was football money and yeah. it was it, as you said it was the presidents and regents who just got greedy yep. and destroyed a once beautiful thing. A once beautiful thing that ended. I think the, the that last version of it finished in 2011 with Georgetown, Syracuse, 
at the garden and then it would never yeah. like, it, it would never be the same again but that led yeah, I was to telling but, you how my, like my big east it's not the same like i yeah. i loved my big east so i can only imagine how much i would have fell in love with 80s big east that the 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 because i got early eight, uh, 2000s the, the eight rating that georgetown syracuse got in the in the championship game with pearl washington and georgetown oh, yeah. is still the most watched game in in history in cable tv history it got an eight rating <laughs> like it was just uh, in, insanity and then the other thing <laughs> and this is why march madness being what it is starts with the big east tournament being highlighted and shown on from Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. right. it was a big deal. Which but that, apparently it won't be. Yeah, but it but it led to coming up with the, with an all time Big East starting five. Oof, that's gonna be hard, right? <clears throat> and and to be fair, to give you some point of reference, uh, AD came up with his, um, Aaron Davis came up with his, mm-hmm. and his was close to mine, but he missed out on like if you are a basketball fan and you talk about biggies and you don't talk about Dwayne Pearl Washington, then your, your conversation is disqualified because Pearl Washington, it's Patrick Ewing, Pearl Washington, yeah. and then everybody else, yeah. everybody else. And then I'm not sure which one is one or the other because Pearl Washington, Patrick Ewing was, became the giant and became the force, but Pearl was that dude. the antagonist. Like he was the one that made Patrick great. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't ever match up against each other, but... They knew about each other. They were each other. Like, Pearl attacking Georgetown yeah. with, with with Patrick's guards was still the best college basketball I ever saw. Yeah. So, those two have to be on your all-time five. Like, they yeah. Just, like, sure. they have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... Okay. And, and then build it how you see fit. And then he... So, I went Patrick, Pearl, Chris Mullen, because Chris Mullen, St. John. But here's the thing that people forget about that era that Chris Mullen was not the best St. John's player. Best St. John's player was the player of the year, Walter Berry. Walter Berry was the two-time player of the year that people don't talk about because he didn't have the pro career that Mullen had. But at St. John's and in the Big East, that was the player of the year. And then it wiggles because then it's do you put – is it Ray Allen? Is it Allen Iverson? Is it uh, Ed Pinckney? Um, good. I got to give Pinky credit because again, the greatest upset that ever existed. Yeah. If, if Easy Ed doesn't do what he does, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, then you can go. I mean, you thinking about Sherman Derek, Douglas, Derek Coleman, Derek Coleman, Mello, but Mello's only one year. Billy Ronnie, Owens, Billy Owens. I mean, you, you, I mean there's man. just a plethora of cats. So I, I think I mean, Alonzo Mourning, right? Right. Dikembe the, Mutombo, like, you know, yeah. David Wingate, yeah. Like, I mean, you talking about well, Reggie, Williams, you, took, Reggie, Reggie Williams, Williams took him to the show. But if yeah, you but, have to go position specific, it's going to cut down. You got to go. You got and then Kemba Walker, right? Um, Cardiac Kemba, right? I mean, I mean you got to throw my boy Khalid Alamine in there too. People forget that step back wasn't even for the championship game. Hamilton, right. like the quarterfinals, <laughs> right? Right. You, got, you know what I mean. Richard, Richard Hamilton. Um, I mean, you got a ton of guys. pre mask Richard Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> people people forget he yeah. used to not wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. So I think going forward, what we'll do, one, to try to think of the, like an all-Big 8 basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, Pac-12 would be all UCLA. UCLA. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, SEC would be incredibly difficult. ACC is would – I, I don't – I don't okay, know so, how you would do the ACC. So, 
it gets complicated because what what years do you cut off you know the ACC like you cut it off pre uh pre expansion so pre Louisville Syracuse you know all those teams because you've got those teams in the in the Big East you know the Pac-12 you're not going to have Colorado because they're in the Big East you want to do the Big 12 or the uh, Big 8 do you want to do the Big 12 well if you're doing the Big Big East you take it back to that era yeah if you're doing the Big 8 you take it back to the teams that were in the Big 8 during that era so if you look at well, do you do Big Twelve though? So you well, you could. That's that's yeah. my point. Yeah. Is that you can you can be specific to all of them because you could go Big East pre you know the Big East ACC split where they now have the Big Catholic. So here's the question then: yeah. Is, the, is the, do you think of Nebraska as a Big Ten, Big Twelve? What do you what do you think? Big Eight? What do you think of Nebraska as at its best? Big Eight? Yeah. Big Eight. Big Eight. Big Eight. Right. And if you ever did that, so if you did the best of the Big Eight. Like a starting five in the big end. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition, ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Mm, I'd have to. I'd have to look at. I mean, it'd be Kansas. Kansas, 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 Kansas. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, that would be Big Twelve. Well, no, because Big Twelve, Big you, Country might might sneak in. You, I mean, Kevin Durant had one year. Yeah, but that's one year. You know, like, you're not, just you, one, you year. Yeah. no one and dones. Well, that's why Melo doesn't make the Big East. Joel Embiid. It, it, it one and done. Okay. Like you, 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 you're talking about. Oh, yeah, making, or, or, but it's, but it's but, making their but it's mark your, in the conference. But it's your, it's your, it's your, yeah. But it's your starting. Five. But if you're going making their PJ mark Ford in the conference and, and like you know all time, like you think about this conference, you think about this player. Maybe not Kevin Durant because he had the one year, and I think they lost in the second round of the tournament. Melo maybe because they won the championship. No, but even the, he's the not, one but, year. But he's not the only. Not well, the, no, no, he's not no. the only player that led a Big East team. To, no, but to I'm the just giving. I'm just giving relevance for for one year players like. If, Maybe if they made their your mark. Yeah. Five. Right, so Willie says he goes he goes Tisdale, Mookie, Danny, Billups, Lou. That, that's big eight. Yeah. Yeah. Mookie. Mookie Blaylock. Oklahoma <laughs> Sooner. Wayman Tisdale. Uh is 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 yeah, see that it, it, it's time and I mean space, you when right? you think of Big Twelve, you gotta think of like the most unstoppable force in the Big Twelve in like from Kansas State, Michael Beasley. I mean, nobody could nobody could stop him. Right. But his team wasn't good. I mean, you got to go back and really kind of, you know, make your list and, and detail it out. I do want I do want to ask it because it, then it'll lead to individual schools, and then you you get into the space. Okay, Nebraska. What's Nebraska your all, starting? What's five? your all time starting five? And you can do it by position or the five best players, mm-hmm. whatever way you want to do it, or how you want to construct your team. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So Jay, because I because I'm going to take. T. Lou, Eric Piakowski, Strick, center. I'm gonna have Vincent Hamilton. 
And then I got to figure out what I'm going to do with small forward. I like that team because you got a little bit of everything. I can make strict. strict Ron Boone. Ron Boone. Sounds like a fun team. I don't know. I'd have to really sit back and think. Hopping? Yeah, probably because Pykowski could be my three. Mm -hmm. Hopping can hit them boards. And same with Vincent Hamilton. (laughs) Yeah, and then we'll we'll really go down the the rabbit hole this summer because I'm going to ask you to pick your all-time Husker start start lineup. Oh. (laughs) Football. Probably from when I got there. From whatever. Oh, I'm thinking like, shoot. I whatever era. House of Spears and Jason Peter. Well, uh, just your your all time. <laughs> yeah, your 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 all time. Like it's it. Didn't we do? Didn't we have like a draft? We had a draft, and it, but but we had like five different people picking. And yeah, you could only pick the person once. Yeah. But my thing is, if you picked just the all time Nebraska football starting lineup, and it could be from any era. And you can line them up, but again, you can run but whatever. Hard to, you can run whatever sets some, you want to run. Some people left. Yeah, that's the that's, that's yeah. hard. You, you can run whatever you want to run, right? You know, you got Glover, but you know he was you know he's like two twenty five. Where you got like Jason and, and, and yeah. House of Spears, they both were like two eighty three hundred. Larry Jacobson as well. Johnny the Jet. Hey, you can move people's positions. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna go all defensive line. linebackers. He's gonna yeah. go all linebackers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta think. I could have Sandman, Neil Smith. I mean, you know, I could do all types of stuff. I could probably Sandman as a as a Sam linebacker with Neil Smith and Grant Wishtum. Goodness gracious! And then I guess you put. So I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give that you. Defense let's, would kill. Someone. So so let's say so so for Monday. How about for Monday? So you got all weekend to ponder this 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 great machine that Jay Foreman is going to put together. Oh, I'm on there, so I I, I want to reap the benefits of playing behind Jason Peter. Hey, no bubble defense for me. <laughs> Doubling tackles he like said, a mug. Okay, I'm there. Yeah, I'm in there. Have 38 Whether tackles. You, oh, <laughs> just running and hitting. It's like Ray Lewis when he played behind Sam Adams and Sarah Goose. Sarah Goose. It's straight. All it was was group work, angle tackle all the time. Yeah, just find a button, run off I mean, of yeah, that. You got, yeah, you got that defensive line up front. They're taking up the guards and tackles. You just running and hitting everybody. But and then the other side of it, think about it. The other side of it, coming with that pipeline. Oh yeah, don't them dudes do that. There's there's no way you could go wrong. Well, well, but that's uh, <laughs> well again when you get into these discussions, one it shakes up your brain because you have to go back and recall what you've seen at mm-hmm. the highest level. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know that if it's generational or not because I don't know if there's anybody like Sue is 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 the one guy we can think of from recent history. Mm-hmm. But past Sue, does anybody make the cut or is even in the conversation? Levante David. Right? Levante, maybe. But he was only maybe. here like two years. But, right? yeah. you know, but, but yeah. Good. Well, you'd, but you'd have to make that decision. Yeah. And when you get in whatever decision yeah. anybody makes. You know, yeah, Levante would, David would be the only I, one. See, that I would say would Prince make it, but there's a lot of no. great corners, great secondary guys from, from you, before. You don't think he would make it? Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, no. He'd be a nickel. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. He'd be yeah, I don't. Second. He'd be he'd be he second team. Well, that but that's why. I, I mean, you got Barry Miles, Tyrone Williams, you got Ralph Brown, Mike Brown, yeah. Mike Minner, yeah, Eric Warfield. I mean, you got guys that are coming. 
the secondary is hard from recent history to, to, to break into that. I'm just looking forward to Nebraska folks telling me who, who their greatest greats are. And telling you that you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, that Run, everybody running, – Running backs, nobody's making that. Amir would be the closest, but he's still not making it. Yeah, no. I that's mean, what I'm saying. He would be the closest, but Lawrence he's not Phillips, making Mike Rozier, Amon Green. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. He would be the closest. So but you he's would still just go full it. wishbone, real wishbone. Is that? I'm just saying those are the three. Right there, then I you can throw it. Then like you got the Rex Burkhead, you got the Roy Hallews, and then you got Amir. And there's no disrespect. I mean, I mean, it's like these, them dudes are them dudes are <laughs> statue lot. dudes. That, that, it's that, a lot that, going that, on. Those those guys are statue dudes that played before you. That's yeah. just the way it is. Receivers? Now that's hard because it didn't get thrown around a lot. Didn't get thrown, thrown, didn't get the ball thrown around yeah. a lot. Raf says the Booker's top two. Right, that's no. tough. That's tough. Ty- Tyrone that's Williams tough. and Baron Miles is is, is up tough. there. That's I'd tough. have to really go back and look, but Tyrone didn't Williams Booker get like like uh, MVP of the Orange Bowl? Fiesta Bowl. Fiesta Bowl. That's what I'm saying. So, but like, I'm talking about the whole season. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Barry Miles, what he did to those Miami receivers, lockdown, and Tyrone Williams, lockdown. So you got you got the big corner, and then you got the smaller corner. Mm-hmm. I'm that's how I'm constructing my defense. <laughs> man. Calvin like, Willie says Calvin and D Brown. Oh, they up there too. Do you think about mm-hmm. Calvin Jones? I, I just mean, want to get a whole hour of D just Brown. Jay breaking down the defense he's building. I mean, well, well that's what money's going to be. That's about literally all, what money's going to be. Think about a tight, a, a tight end position on offense. You got Johnny Mitchell, who went like, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. Raph, like top 15 in the draft. Mm-hmm. And then you got Junior Miller, who played before him and even before me. But Jamie you, Williams. I was just about to say Jamie Williams. Yeah. Them are three dudes out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Rashawn you, 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 before he got moved around. <laughs> You put Rashawn at like five different positions. <laughs> and then you got to think just for – You need a utility guy. <laughs> you need a utility line. guy that just moves around. You got to think for offensive line. You got the pipeline. Mm-hmm. But the dude that's going to break into the pipeline is Dominic Rayola. Okay? Oh, you yeah. got to think like, okay, Tony Fanutu or Fanuto or whatever, Fanoti, he was right there with Dominic. Mm-hmm. You got to think Russ Holkstein. And don't forget, even though Bill he, – he, you know, he played for Bill Cowley. Carl Nix was that dude. Yeah. But he was just a little lazy. But then I was in the league. He ended up being an All Pro. I, I just, think, I mean, there's guys that you just can't even think about. I, I think Monday, and that was why the Big East whole thing really kind of made my head spin because it makes you think about sports in that way. And immediately I went to, yeah, the best of like I want a Nebraska best baseball starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I want a best volleyball starting lineup. Some place that you can start to have your discussion. And Jay, so Monday. Monday. A defense? Oh, I know somebody from recent history that – recent-ish history that will make the team. Who? Alex Henry. No. I don't know. Chris Brown. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Chris Brown, Josh Brown. I mean, we've had – we have punters. Sam you know, Cook. Sam Cook probably is there. Not probably is. But you got to think Darren Erstead, who was number one pick in baseball, <laughs> was a great punter too. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think so. Ref says I think you're gonna have to do eras. <laughs> no, you can't do eras. Eighty. No, I, I think you, you probably gotta to... do eighty nineties because I mean you can't have like eighties and nineties. You got Will Smith or no or Shields. Neil Smith, Neil Smith, Broderick Thomas, Lawrence Pete. People think don't even think about Lawrence Pete. He played ten years in the league. Then you had Jimmy Williams as outside linebacker, who was that dude. He was the he was the authoritative figure, you know, in that whole thing. 
you got money Mark Monfort and all those guys, Mike Knox and all those guys that played linebacker before, um, Mike Kroll and all these dudes. I mean, that's the 80s and 90s. Those are, you know, they were some bad dudes it's back gonna then. Be, like, like, see, it's going to be fun. And I didn't even grow up in Nebraska, so I'm sure these uh, guys think they, they got, you know, more intel than me because they grew up watching them. I'm just I mean, so I had, to, I had, I had the unfortunate task of sitting up there watching the Minnesota Gophers get bolt raced. <laughs> I tell you what, tell you what, tell you what I'll do. Tell you what I'll do. So, I've got a signed jersey in the back that I haven't used. Mm-hmm. And I, we could have the fans come up with their all-time starting lineup. Send it to us. And whoever has the best, for whatever reason, whatever we yeah. – the most thoughtful lineup, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll give the jersey to. We can do that next week. I was going to say – But they have, have all weekend to do it. I would say you should have the listeners come up with an offense that they think could beat Jay Foreman's defense. Hmm. Husker offense that that they believe could go up against the defense that Jay Foreman builds. Just imagine that, that those practices. Oh my goodness! There'd be nothing but fights. <laughs> oh yes. Will Shields, Will Shields on the sneak talked the most junk when I played during the, all game long. Mm-hmm. Me and him just wolf, not bad, right? Just talking junk, but you would never think of it because you meet him now. He's so mild mannered. You see him, he's all you know. Everybody kind of like, oh, you wore glasses and stuff. <laughs> hey, straight talking junk from the first play <laughs> to the end. Let's get to break. We'll come back. We'll we'll we'll, we'll figure out what because I want to do a contest and have the listeners be able to win we'll jersey. But yeah, we'll figure that out when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.